When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck gets going right now, everybody. Thanks for joining us here from all across the country. Got Biden made his trip to the border on Sunday. Updated you on that one yesterday. Spent some time going over how, well, while they'll talk about it, nothing is going to change at the border right now for the better. If anything, it'll get worse, and that is because they do not they do not want it to change. Democrats do not want the tidal wave of illegality, illegal migrants, illegal drugs, all kinds of stuff, illegal human trafficking and smuggling and all sorts of things going on. They're not trying to stop all of that uh, because the lawlessness at the border is politically in line with their ideology and their long-term goals. So they talk about it. They're not going to stop it. That is clear at this point. And today you have Biden down in uh, Mexico meeting with Trudeau and the president of Mexico, your president or prime. Wait, prime minister of Canada, president of Mexico. Always gotta, it's always it is tough, man, to keep your presidents versus your prime ministers straight. You know, it's like similar but different. Anyway, um, we have. A Biden meet with a number of individuals down there, and there seems to be a particular interest in pushing the um, the green agenda these days. You're going to see a lot more of this. Clay, have you heard, for example, have you heard that they're now thinking about, and this is from CNN Today, banning gas stoves? Yes. New gas stoves? Here we have uh, Stuart... Varney over on Fox News is like, how much crazier can they really get? Play clip 20. We're going to bring you the story of the government considering banning gas stoves. 
And the, the bottom line there is because gas stoves use nat gas, that's a fossil fuel, they don't like it, they're thinking about banning it. I mean, is there any end to this? No, look, they've already taken away your fossil fuel or trying to take away your fossil fuel combustion eating engine without ever having a vote on it, right? They've now tried to get rid of your cattle. Look what's happening in yep. Holland with ESG and methane. And now they're going after how you cook the beef that they're taking away from you. Where does it stop? You know, Clay, now that they don't have COVID to use in quite the same way, although there's still some COVID holdouts and some lunacy on the left with this, but climate change is the issue that allows them to endlessly harass you, pointlessly and endlessly harass you in every aspect of your life, what you eat, how warm or cold your home is, how you cook your food, what products you can buy, what cars you can drive. And this really is, people often talk about the the elites and the globalists, and I, I talk about the apparatus. This is the religion of the apparatus. This is the religion of the Biden regime, because otherwise they don't really have a religion. And so they push this nonsense. They push this stuff. I wish there had been more of a reckoning for them on the price of gas and what they've been doing to the oil markets going into the midterms. But I think you're going to see some pretty loony stuff pushed by these Democrats in the months ahead on this issue in particular. What's the worst? I bet we could open up phone lines and get some incredible calls. But what's the worst thing that has been banned and replaced by something that is nowhere near as good? I'll give you two that I see. One is light bulbs. My wife makes fun of me sometimes, but like when I'm in a hotel room now, they have so limited the amount of light that these light bulbs give off that if I'm trying to read something, I will sometimes take the lampshade off and drag it over beside like the bed or or the couch so that I can actually see to read. Have you noticed this with some of these light bulbs? I mean, once I get to be your age, I think this will be a problem. <laughs> but I, I will say, yeah, obviously light bulbs are much worse than they used to be. Um, there are a whole range of products that, you know, the, the whole... Um, My second, air by dryers. the way, paper, paper straws. Paper straws oh, yeah. are the worst invention. Moronic. You, I mean, they, they, they are completely useless. My favorite thing about the religion of the Greens, the Green New Deal yes. religion, whatever you want to call it, the climate change ideology, is how often they make people do things only to find out that it actually is worse for the environment oh, of than the thing that they replaced. Paper bags, an example of this. You know, they've banned. Oh, here, you know, I'm down in Florida right now. You know what we have in stores? Plastic bags. Yes. Plastic bags is a thing. You know where you don't have that anymore? New York City. No plastic bags. And I think for groceries, there's like one or two exceptions. But you you got to use paper bags, i.e., you know, your gallon of milk uh, just breaks. goes right through the bottom. It's it just as yeah. sure as day goes right through the bottom and you look like an idiot out there on the streets you're like it's not my fault it's because of the well think about the moms out there running around trying to go get groceries and you got the paper bag and it just rips or either that or you're trying to hold it by the handle or whatever you know like and it just falls it just rips it out because it's paper i'm gonna tell you something i was i was on my little scoot scooter at one point yes with some groceries and paper bags and i thought i was pretty slick because i'm like look at this i'm like my own mobile grocery delivery service and i came around a corner and i'm telling you at exactly you know what a yard sale is in skiing i don't ski but you know a yard sale is when someone just completely wipes out and their clothing oh, i've never is even heard over. that phrase 
I mean, really? I've seen it. I didn't know oh, what it was yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah, they call it a yard sale with someone like their like hat is over here like and their glove is all scattered. Oh yeah, I get it. That's not. Bad. I did a grocery yard sale, my paper bag, and like all across Eighth Avenue, just like blah, splayed everywhere. I had stray oranges flying around. I had a gallon of milk, almost hit an old lady in the face. Like, I, and the thing is, I never forget these things because it is so stupid, and yet we are made to do this by people who think they are so smart. And on the paper bag issue, not only are you cutting down trees for that, as we all know, but the weight of paper bags is so much substantially higher than plastic bags that they believe that in the usage and the transport of the paper bags, you're using more fossil fuels. Anyway, recycling, don't even get me started. These people oh, are completely out of their minds. Yes. Recycling, I, I, by the way, I've been saying this forever. Like, I'm pretty sure I was in preschool. I was like, why are we recycling? Like, this is... The my wife gets thing. Ma- my wife gets mad at me because she'll separate recyclables and then I just put them in the regular garbage. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "This is worthless." Buck, how about masks? How about the amount of waste for all those people out there? These disposable masks that we suddenly have created billions of those things aren't easily biodegradable, right? Like while they're worried about paper about straws, there's no telling how many dolphins we've killed with these I mean, masks. I was gonna say there are seagulls limping all over the beach because they got your stupid N95 that you use two times before you realize how gross and dumb it is to use anyway. But by, anyway, I was talking this because Biden... Oh, actually, I got, I got one more thing before we get to Biden. Get back to Biden in a second. You know how you talked about the light thing? So yeah. have you noticed that people now are really comfortable using their their phone light in public places? As a but flashlight. They don't pay, yeah, but they don't pay attention to the fact that they'll just flash it in your eyes. Like, you know, it, it might as well be a little laser beam. Like, they, they, I go to restaurants now. Everybody, public safety announcement. You have to point the flashlight at the menu. You can't just, like, have it, you know, waving it around your hand like, like a wizard with a magic wand. You, you know what I've noticed, too, speaking of these? Have you noticed that the iPhone, if you're on an airplane, in particular is where I've noticed it, the screen can catch the sunlight and refract it and it is blind have you has this happened to you like where somebody's sitting on you know it could be like a, a diagonal and they've got their uh they've got their you know uh window shade raised and if they catch they're looking if they catch the sunlight in a certain way it refracts off of that and i i swear to god it's completely blinding reflects or refracts is it what's the Does difference between a refract and a reflect I don't know. We got some. We got some visual nerds who are it, throwing it, the answer at there, us. There probably is a difference because the words are different, but it either refracts or I think a reflection would be something that it's showing you. I think a refraction would be something that is happening to me. Like this light source is like pummeling my eyes. Am I correct in the way that the the, the reflection to me is like I'm looking into a a, a river. Or a body of water, and I can Reflect, see myself. Refract is when the light enters and bends. Reflect is when the light comes back. That's what I just I, I just googled ref- that. I, I don't even know if that's I think good. it's refracting. Then am, am I the? Tweet me right now if this has happened to you. Am I the only crazy person that has had this happen to me on an airplane, where suddenly somebody is like sitting by the by the window, their iPhone? I've noticed it could be an eye, you know, like a glass case. I think is what it is, basically. And it will blind you if it's reflecting, and you like you suddenly yeah. look at it. 
I'm, I've had that on the plane. I know what you're talking about with the iPhone where, where you get the reflection off the iPhone. And I'll just go on the record now. If I'm, if there's ever like a TMZ incident and I'm in a big argument with somebody at a restaurant, nine times, 90% chance it's because they were flashing that stupid light right in my eyes in a restaurant. They'll do it for like 10 minutes too. They're just waving the flashlight around in their hand. I'm amazed at how people don't pay attention to this. Back to Biden, as we figure out refract versus reflect. Here he is. Play 24, clean energy powerhouse of the world. Play it. What we should be doing, and we are doing, is demonstrating the unlimited economic potential that we have when we work together and in the hemisphere and to help the entire hemisphere. Um, and uh, there's a lot we're going to be talking about, including uh, clean energy. Uh, we should be the clean energy powerhouse of the world. Um, that's not hyperbole. I, I genuinely mean that. Clean energy powerhouse of the world, you know, he's usual, not hyperbole. No, we actually need is to become the natural gas powerhouse of the world. We need to use the resources at our disposal that are efficient and that we all rely on. And that would help the economy. It would help national security. You know, it, it's something that Democrats don't get nearly enough uh, criticism for that their obsession with windmills doesn't just cost us at the pump, doesn't just cost us when you look at your bank account every month, but also it aids many of the worst regimes in the world by keeping the price of gas high. A lot of the places that we wish had less sway in, in global affairs, including Russia, obviously, why has why has everything we've tried financially against Russia, Clay, basically been, you know, shooting a BB gun on a freight train? Because they are a natural gas and oil superpower. They're yes. not a superpower as a country, but they are a natural gas and oil superpower. And people still want that, no matter how much they have five Ukraine flags up. Saudi Arabia is the best of bad options for where we should be getting our oil and gas, right? Uh, because otherwise, it's Argentina, which is a, a, a total mess. Or sorry, Venezuela. Um, and then you've got, sorry to the Argentinians out there, congratulations on the World Cup. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you've got Iran, and you've got Russia. So Saudi Arabia is the best of a bad option. The best by far is our own independent energy sources creating as much oil and gas as possible. You know, data breaches happen all the time. Big ones get reported like the one at Twitter that just occurred in the second half of 2021. We're just learning those details now with news of some 200 million email addresses stolen. Not just passwords stolen, uh, but credit card information. It's enough for cyber thieves to pretend to be you. They're getting so much of your info out there. It's happening all the time. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, for instance. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. Now, remember, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code CLAY. That's my name, C-L-A-Y. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com. Use my name as the promo code. That's CLAY, C-L-A-Y, for 25% off. You want this protection. Trust me, LifeLock.com. Today, use my promo code. Clay. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Deluged Buck with people who have had the same issue with the phones. Lots of people say, well, they're driving cars. The spouse will be sitting there looking <laughs> looking around. That, you're, you're just now getting married, Buck. My wife zealously guards whether or not I ever check my phone while I'm driving while being on her phone for the entire drive. And I'm not talking about like, hey, you're going for a quick drive in the neighborhood. I'm talking about like, hey, you're going to be driving for six or seven hours. If I glance down at my phone, she's like, don't look at your phone. Meanwhile, beside me in the passenger seat, she's on her phone for like the whole seven hours, right? Just checking the, the entire internet. Um, and it is funny that that occasionally will reflect, and that's the right way to describe it, 
into your eyes as you're trying to drive. This is something you have to look forward to, Buck. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you're gonna put me through marriage boot camp. It's gonna be great, you know. And then when the when the kids start coming along, you'd be like, "All right, rookie, this is how this is how you deal with it when it's you, two a.m." When you you're officially getting married next month, right? Yep. Um, early congrats. When you have a kid, your world is gonna be so blown up. Because look, getting married, I, I I think most people out there will agree with me. Getting married is a big life step. It is nothing compared to having a kid. Because you can still have somewhat of a normal existence as a young married couple that doesn't feel that much different than when you dated, especially if you spent a lot of time, you know, you lived together or you had been like kind of a serious couple. The the kid thing is 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 revolutionary. That's the one I, I don't think you're gonna have any real any real changes in your life with the, the getting married. People may disagree with me, but I, I I did not find marriage that much different than dating in general. Kids, your world changes forever. Good That's the know. one. So, you, it, 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 like the idea of uh, of marriage as a major life pivot and change, I, I don't really buy into as much as I do the kid angle. By the way, do you know there's tone policing where in a couple. Oh, people somebody do, do somebody I, will say yeah they'll I, say it's not it's not what you said it's how you said it which by the way be very you know tone policing is not a good place for things to go usually but apparently we've discovered also there is phone policing in the car Look oh yeah there's a lot of i bet there's a lot of uh a lot of men out and people say well why don't why don't you let her drive i want to live <laughs> i want the family to arrive safely where we're trying to go i'd rather drive 14 straight hours sometimes than let her drive for 20 minutes I'm learning all kinds of of new things about what I have to look what I have to look forward to, which is very important. I, I'm also wondering at at what point, you know, we, we talk about rules and laws and the rule of law all the time. So, like, down I'm down here in the uh, in the South Florida area, and um, when I drive around, people routinely go. I'm not kidding. Like routinely twenty five to thirty miles an hour over the speed limit to the, the point interstates where, around where you live are are like might as well be the autobahn right I mean the, to the point where if you're not going twenty or thirty miles an hour over people are looking at you like you know get you're out get out of my way yeah. slowpoke well but if I get pulled over going thirty miles an hour over the limit I'm in like huge trouble but everyone's going I, I don't know I don't know what to do with this one I'm in New York dude if you if they can nail you going tw- if the state trooper can get you going 12 miles an hour over you're probably getting pulled over 15 miles an hour over you're definitely getting pulled over I used to get pulled over all the time um I think I had like six different states where I had outstanding speeding tickets at one point which is wow. tough to pull off High speed off. Travis, evil Knievel Travis over here. Well, I, I just I, if you can go faster, I don't know why you wouldn't. Right? That's my general position in life. I think. Good point, my friends. Do you have yet any of the Giza Dream sheets from Mike Lindell's My Pillow? The Giza Dream sheets are the absolute best. They're on my bed right now. They are simply the most comfortable sheets you are ever going to sleep on. And here's the great news: they're back on sale at their lowest price ever. The sheets start as low as $29.98 when use our names as the promo code Clay and Buck at MyPillow.com. Made from the world's best cotton, Giza found the region of Egypt. This cotton makes for sheets that are ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Start fresh in the new year. You need fresh new sheets, my friends. Multiple color style sizes online now. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty as well. Just go to MyPillow.com. 
Click on Radio Listener Specials. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Use code Clay and Buck, or you can call this number. So easy. Just give them a call. 800-792-3269. What came out in a lawsuit with regard to the Biden administration telling Facebook, censor some people. We had Tommy Laren on. She was one of the censored. That op-ed, which uh, was so widely shared and read, was uh, co-written by Janine Yunus, who is a litigation counsel at the new Civil Liberties Alliance. And Janine is with us now. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me. So, you know, we've been saying for a while that two things are going to come to light from this. One, I mean, meaning on this show, Janine, uh, that there there will be more uh, evidence of social media platforms engaging in partisan censorship in a, in a blatant and obvious and politicized way. Uh, and two, that it will be clear the Biden administration was all over this. Give us your sense of this. I mean, you're on the, the front lines legally of trying to deal with some of the Biden administration overreach on this issue. What did you think when you saw some of the revelations in this lawsuit brought by the uh, attorneys general of, uh, what is it, Missouri and Louisiana, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I'm one of the attorneys on the lawsuit. I'm representing private plaintiffs. So that's how I uh, had access to that discovery uh, very early. So it actually, I was so shocked by it. I spent the weekend writing the (laughs) op-ed because I thought the public really needed to know about it. Um, I mean, our interest in it, we focus on suing the government. So we're not so uh, concerned with what tech companies are doing of their own volition. But our focus is whether the government is uh, driving social media censorship or telling the companies what or whom to censor, which we knew that they were because, you know, the government, various members of the administration had made statements saying that. And in earlier phases of discovery, we got a lot of documents showing, they, you know, they were saying censor this kind of thing, especially about COVID, you know, um, people who question whether masks and vaccines work. What the government has been saying is, oh, the companies want to do this, okay? They they want to stop COVID misinformation, and we're just helping them. We're telling them what kind of misinformation to stop. Now, I think that's a problematic from a First Amendment standpoint anyway, um, because the government shouldn't be able to work with private industry to accomplish, you know, censorship aims. But when the government is coercing the companies, that's uh, totally different. And I think the emails... We that came out on Friday, like sort of unequivocally established that that's what was going on. That this was coercion. So thanks for coming on the show. Your Wall Street Journal uh, editorial was absolutely phenomenal, and uh, it's up at Clay and Buck, and both Buck and I have shared it uh, for people who want to read it. When you see all of this revelation, one of the questions Buck and I have had is, what does this accomplish? Obviously, putting it out there in public, the smoking gun evidence of clear intent to censor political rivals, not only for the factual information they were sharing, but oftentimes, too, just for opinions. What is the goal going forward? What should happen to keep this from continuing to happen, to keep it from happening in years ahead in your mind? So the goal is basically to get a court to recognize that the government can't uh, work with private companies or coerce them or pressure them in order to censor people based on viewpoint. So the law is clear that the government cannot censor people for expressing certain views. That's basically what the First Amendment says. Um, And... The government also can't use private companies to accomplish what it can't do directly, uh, because otherwise there would be no point in the Constitution. The government could just <laughs> circumvent all of it by hiring, you know, outsourcing to, to private companies. So what we're arguing here is that's effectively what's going on. And 
the the case. I guess. Law sorry is, to cut you off. What's yeah, the no, redress no. here? Uh, like, what is the? What, so what's you, the yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. Yeah. The, yeah exactly. Uh, what, so yeah. So um, what we want is a court to recognize that this is a First Amendment problem. We're we're not asking for money, uh, but that it's a First Amendment violation. So that going forward, the government can't do this. And going forward, so uh, it's hard to hold government officials personally accountable in lawsuits. They have what's called qualified immunity. But if there's clear law saying that they they violated the law, then then they can't get qualified immunity anymore. So that creates more incentives for them not to do it because they can be held personally responsible. So they can get fired. They can even, you know, owe money and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. it's really so important just... to establish. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just wanted, so just, just for purposes of clarity, so if you get the court to rule that what was done here was a First Amendment violation, that is a, a necessary step, then it seems, in creating the grounds for, you said people, yeah, people could be terminated by the government, but I think the thing that would be even more uh, of a concern for them would be if they could be sued in their individual capacity for violating the rights of, of individuals as a government employee. So is that possible? Yes. Could that be possible? possible? And so, yeah. So it's so the goal is sort of twofold to create good precedent going forward and also to you know make it so that these people can be held personally accountable, which will incentivize them not to you know just do it behind closed doors. And there's even some there are a couple of uh, law professors who come up with a theory about criminal charges for violations of First Amendment rights when it's very clear. So that could be a possibility, too. I'm just wondering, what is the you know, you're in this lawsuit. You're one of the lawyers on it. What's the other side saying? Like, yeah, you know, First Amendment, who needs it? Like, what is the counter argument that they're making? Their argument is that the companies want to do this. So the companies want to censor misinformation. They've been doing, they did that before the Biden administration came into office. And, uh, they, that they can work, they're allowed to work together to accomplish mutual aims of stopping the spread of COVID misinformation. Wow. So, so basically, this really comes down to whether the government I mean, so, so they're going to claim that the government could even say, hey, had you guys looked at this, you need to shut this person down. And if Facebook is like, yeah, we totally want to shut that person down, then that's OK. It's not. <laughs> but uh, as I said, the case law is a little bit hazier, I think, because there's not a lot of this in the First Amendment context. I could go on forever and I'd bore everybody, but um, pr- uh, sort of put succinctly before social media, there just wasn't a way that private companies and the government could work together to sort of silence Americans en masse. So I think it's it's created a new terrain. And so there's just not a lot of directly on-point case law. But what I've been sort of analogizing to is the Fourth Amendment. Uh, the government clearly cannot hire private companies to go break into your home, for instance, because they don't have a warrant. And so likewise, they shouldn't be able to outsource their censorship activities to private companies. Yeah, Janine, the argument I've been making for for years now is most people out there would acknowledge what China does is wrong, right? That you shouldn't be able to restrict in general like they do in China. For instance, you can't look up Tiananmen Square. You can't go on the Weibo app, which is basically China's equivalent of Twitter, my understanding is, and say anything the Chinese government doesn't like. They will directly censor you. What effectively is happening right now with the Biden administration is they're getting to the same result as the authoritarian regime in China, but they're using the tech companies to do what they would not be able to do under our own constitution, right? I think most people kind of understand that. Now, when you look and see all of the things that are being put in writing, I've read your editorial and I've read some of the documents that you've uncovered what these Biden administration officials are willing to say in email and what uh, this I thought was extraordinary. I'm sure you did, too. When you would look at what, for instance, Jen Psaki would say, 
she admitted that they were doing this, but then the emails out there for both Facebook, YouTube, for all these, even yourself had to be sometimes staggered, I think, at the direct, blatant nature of this censorship. Oh, absolutely. That's why I wrote the op-ed. I was so shocked. I mean, this is uh, really people on a power trip, I think, who think that they can do anything. This guy, Rob Flaherty, in particular, is really shameless in the way that he's, you know, berating and very aggressive with these tech companies and saying, basically, you're not doing, you know, you're not doing what I want. Do what I want or else. And, uh, you know, this is, as you identified, this is how authoritarian regimes work, not free democracies. And I think one thing I think, one reason I think this case is so important is, is it sort of shows why we have a First Amendment. Lots of people in instinctually think, oh, well, we should be censoring this information, you know, if people say the vaccine has a microchip or whatever. But the problem is, you know, someone has to make those decisions. And where do you start drawing the line? And we, you know, our clients are top scientists, Jay Bhattacharya and Martin Kuldorf, top epidemiologists, some of the most cited (laughs) experts in the world who are being censored on the topic of their expertise at the behest of the government. And that's not what should be happening in a free society. It's great work you're doing. Really appreciate you joining us, Janine. Eunice, uh, she had that op-ed at the Wall Street Journal, which we have up at clayandbuck.com, and she's litigation counsel at the New Civil Liberties Alliance. Janine, come back uh, and tell us how it goes. I sure will. Thank you so much for having me. She's doing incredible work, Buck. I mean, that that op-ed, if people have not read it, it's staggering. Credit to the Wall Street Journal for publishing it to she and her compatriots who are doing these lawsuits. Really encourage you guys to go check that out because it's eye-opening. Uh, look, got to tell you, are you one of those people that hope for the best but plan for the worst? And if so, have you put together an emergency food plan for yourself and your family? Look, this is not crazy. If you went through 2020, heck, if you've been trying to find baby food, how about Tylenol? There's shortages of all sorts of products out there, the likes of which we've never seen before. Why not go ahead and have food insurance for your family? That's exactly what My Patriot Supply does. They have emergency food kits prepared in such a way they can be stored for years before you have to use them. I've got this in my house right now, just in case for my family, we're all taken care of. Three-month emergency food kit that you can save $200 on, get the exact same thing in your house that I have in mind. This will give you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, Enough to feed one person for three whole months. And you can't lose when you save $200 per kit. Go to preparewithclayandbuck.com to grab this discount right now. That's preparewithclayandbuck.com right now. Save $200 per three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's preparewithclayandbuck.com. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. 
Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck, I don't know if you saw this data point. I did, and it made me really dislike you, whippersnapper millennials, even more. The Morning Consult put up a poll. Shares of each generation who say they are proud to live in the United States. thought, okay, it's interesting. Baby boomers. A lot of you out there in the baby boom generation, 73% of baby boomers happy to live and proud to live in the United States. That's a pretty good number. Gen X. Remember, I am memorably the youngest member of the Gen X uh, generation. I was born in April of 1979, just a mere eight months before the millennials destroyed America. And I am fighting as hard as I can as a steadfast member of Gen X to keep America great. 54% of Generation Xers are proud to live in the United States. Millennials, Buck Sexton. A couple of years later, the world went to hell. Buck Sexton was born. Only 36% of Millennials are happy to live in the United States. And Buck, this that is that is awful, obviously. Not even a majority. Gen Z, Gen Z adults, these are the youngest members of Gen Z, 16% 
of Gen Z adults are proud to live in the United States. I, I mean, <laughs> that is like alarming. When I look at data like this, Gen Z adults have no idea what's going on I, I in know. the world at large. Yeah, but th- this is going to sound a little Gen get- Z adults. Do you know? I need to how look old this are up. They? How, like how? Like I mean, are what's the oldest the, Gen Z? I uh, I don't. I think they're adult. like twenty to thirty, something like that, right now. So, Gen Z. Look, let, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, it's going to sound a little get off my lawn, but this this is actually not surprising. <laughs> you're now you're now as a millennial talking to Gen Z like about how Gen Z is making oh, those you Gen disgusted. Z whippersnappers. They think they know a thing or two with their TikTok and their and you know all their little fancy cultural things that i don't even know what they are because i'm too old now um look this is just a function of whether what you know about the world and life experience that's that because to not think that america is a great place to live in 16 percent buck right it is it is purely a function of ignorance of the rest of the world you can argue like i was out to dinner last night with a friend who's chosen he's american super patriotic he's chosen to live in columbia because he loves it but he also thinks america is an awesome place he just happens to like you know living in in south america also low taxes you can you know that's fine if you have spent time in the rest of the world and or if you have lived your life as an adult in america long enough and have therefore the context of seeing what the rest of the world is like it is not possible to be well informed have a context for reality and not understand that America is an awesome place to live. It's just not possible. I mean, I know. So it's, it's actually a function of wisdom versus ignorance. And that's why the younger generations, that's why you old men in Gen Z with your back pain Gen and X. your sore knee. I'm sorry, Gen X. Pardon yeah. me. Gen X with your back pain and your sore knees and your, and your walkmans. Uh, that's why you guys are certainly far more pro-American than the Gen, Gen Z. Because Gen Z grows up thinking that the rest of the world is like a socialist utopia if only America wasn't messing it all up for them. Meanwhile, without us, the world turns into Hobbes, brutish, nasty, and short. Solid reference there. By the way, Gen Z are those born between 1995 and 2012, which would mean that the absolute oldest member of Gen Z right now is 28. 28's not that young. I mean, you're still young, but 28 is old enough to have some sense of the larger world. And here's what I would also say, Buck. If you were born in 1995 and you are the oldest member of Gen Z, you have grown up in a world of unprecedented wealth, of unprecedented safety. My concern here is that the Gen Z ages are the most influenced by social media because when they became teenagers, you know, when you're like 13 years old, that's about the time yeah, the, in Gen they Z. They are subject that, to the matrix in a way that nobody else ever right. has been. Yeah. Whereas I think, and look, I know everybody thinks that, that, that their age is a, is a good one and everybody wants to go back nostalgically. Buck, I know we make fun of the fact that I'm last year Gen X and you're early millennial. But people within about 10 years of our age range were old enough to grow up in a non-internet era, but old enough to understand the internet like as a basic unit of use in a way that you don't have to get 
you know, an instruction on how to get online and all those things. Like we grew up with it, but we had independence in that we also remember a pre-internet era and that bridge culture between pre-internet and post-internet is, I think, somewhat useful because it allows you to develop in different ways. I'm worried about young kids. I think about this all the time for my own kids who grow up in an internet-centric world because of what it does, I really believe this, to their brains. I, I also think that it's been a while since America has had to step in and save the world at some level. When you think about this, you, you look at previous generations, I mean, certainly World War II, and then certainly against the Soviets, depending on you know what period you're going to look at. And because we're in a post-Soviet era... People, I think, believe that we should live in this multipolar world where it's us and China and Russia and you name it, all these other countries, the EU, and we're all equal and we're all friends and buddies. No, without America patrolling the the the, the global seas and without America in the background trying to keep things quieted down, this place gets really nasty, really ugly, really violent, meaning Earth, very quickly. So I think the current generation, yeah, we've had the war on terror and that stuff, but we haven't had to step in in the way that we have in previous generations, and that could change. Yeah, and I also, when I see this stuff, I think, man, if every American had to go live in a third-world country for a year as part of a mission project or some sort of AmeriCorps, they would return and... Worshipping America. That's right. Totally have a different comprehension and understanding of how amazing it is here. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.